Hey y'all, it's Kavo. Hey, it's Jasmine. And welcome to Becoming She. A weekly podcast that sets a tone for women who are striving to be their most authentic selves by sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey that we call life. So, Hello, Sister Soul. What's up? What's up? How are you? I'm amazing. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing pretty good. My air is not working right oh, now. Oh yeah, so if you guys hear the fan in the background. We apologize. We apologize, but... That I ain't about last, to be hot for y'all asses. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That <laughs> last episode, we tried and we could not breathe. I, I was, swear. I thought I was about to have a panic attack. My soul I was like, what was is going like on? Draining Why am I from my body. Right now? Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was bad. It was bad, but we made it through. We're alive still. So and y'all get to hear us for another to week. We're going to listen it again. So hopefully it doesn't sound like we're done. We may adjust some of the tones, but you know, y'all get uh, this no air experience right now because this shit is awful. And it's. It's hot. It's hot. It is summertime in Atlanta. All right, sis, so do you have a good old Monday motivational mantra or quote for us to start our week off? I actually do. Okay. Okay. So this week we are going to go with this quote that I found. All right. If life can remove someone you never dreamed of losing... It can replace them with someone you never dreamed of having. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. I like that it. That is good. Because. Okay. And that's the thing that I've just been channeling lately, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, because people say being single is hard. And it doesn't have to be. It's actually it kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And for me, I've been just single-minded my own business and not really dealing with or being involved with anyone you know just i'm busy and leave me alone i'm minding my business but now i'm in the period of time where i'm like okay i think i'm ready to go dating now i think i kind of got what i got hand like what i've been going on like i got a grasp on it you know so i'm ready to go on some dates and do some fun things it's summertime exactly it's a stallion summer out here (laughs) hello hot girl shit or whatever or whatever or whatever but yeah so um i'm just like you know let's see how this goes yeah so beyond that you know you always think about i don't want to say you always think about but the past comes to your mind from time to time and i remember i mean honestly it's funny because when we started hanging out heavy was because like you and your ex broke up yeah and i broke up with my ex at the same time like literally the same god see how he works in wondrous ways (laughs) I know that's crazy, but, but so as we said, we went to college together and we were in a mutual group of friends, but we never hung out individually until yes. recently. Mm-hmm. And so obviously, your friendship grows in a different way. You get to know people much differently when you hang out with them individually. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I feel that that was a tough time for like both of, both us. of us really, yeah. and there was just this person was so much to your life at a certain period in mm-hmm. time and then that all comes to an end and, and that think, all comes to an end You're how like, am i gonna what live is my days yeah what are my days gonna look like <laughs> i'm used to talking to this person and waking up with this person yeah. or whatever the case may be but then you find yourself six eight nine months later and you live in life you, you are prospering you're prospering your skin look good and then they could come back because he and his feelings now per usual <laughs> as they always do and he's like, no oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> they 
they come back and they're like, oh my goodness, you're so beautiful. I know. How have you been? You're so amazing. And it's like, it's, that's cute. And my favorite thing is, you know, I'm not interested in someone who lost me and then realized what I was worth. And now you come back and you want to act right. Mm-hmm. I want the person who got it right the first time. Yeah. Because I saw you the way you are the first time. I saw you for everything you are. Exactly. I appreciated that and I made it known. If you didn't, in whatever way you expressed it, whether it be cheating or dishonesty or just like yeah. the relationship just not working in general, it doesn't really have to be a specific reason. No, it doesn't have to be. But if we didn't end well, align in that way, yeah. then even if we did end well, that was a period of time. And now what I accepted from you, right, mm-hmm. I grew from that time. Right, because they always come way too late, like six to eight months. If you came within like two to three months when we're like still sad about it, exactly. then maybe you could work it out. But y'all wait a really long time, right? Mm-hmm. And then y'all come back thinking like, it's gonna be the same. But it's like from I'm a, a whole ago. new bitch now, whole new bitch, a whole new bitch, nigga. And you come into a whole me trying to do the same shit that you did before. No, it's never a work. whole entire me. Mm-hmm. And you want to come and do the same shit talking about that you want to go to the movies. No, nigga. I go to the movies by myself, and I enjoy those times. Thanks. So Take down. me to STK. Thank you. Period. Period. Let's go. And I'm going to still turn you down when we get there. But I'm going to enjoy looking at you as I do it. And ordering those three cocktails that I really want. Thank yeah, you. no thanks. <laughs> I'm going to definitely be like, yep, he wants another round two thanks. Yep. Yep. And then when you say, I miss you, I'm going to say, all right. Okay. You know? It is what it is because now you have a new set of standards for yourself. When a person takes advantage of the time and the energy that you put into them Mm -hmm. and they're not appreciative of who you are and the love that you gave them or the care that you showed them, whether it wasn't even y'all were in love, they just weren't appreciative of your time and energy. Exactly. And you don't really want people like that around. No. And I was actually listening to a podcast earlier today the receipts podcast shouts out to them shout out to you they had uh kiana lede on Mm -hmm. she's an artist and um they were asking her different questions and she actually said something like that she was saying that uh when her and an ex broke up she you know it wasn't that he cheated it was just that he didn't value her like she wanted to be valued Mm -hmm. and he didn't he took advantage of her time and her vulnerability and her honesty with her with him because he didn't, you know, respect it or respect appreciate that. it, yeah. right? But she said there was a period in time where she was sad about it and she was trying to um, console herself or whatever. And she was like, one day she looked herself in the mirror and she thought about it. And she was like, now, if just a friend, only a friend, did what he did to you, if you were just a friend looking at it objectively, would I still be mad? And she said, and she felt dumb because, of course, she would because it was disrespect. It wasn't, it was, and you weren't appreciative. It didn't matter whether or not we were together. It was just the basis of, sole basis of, like, you not appreciating me while I was there. Exactly. And it doesn't matter in whatever way that shows, as I said. But, yeah, so that was good, a good little tidbit I got from them. I like that. I gotta, I gotta listen to that the rest of that one. That's our newest episode. Okay, I I think it might have came out. Um, so clearly, guys, this episode is about 
our dating life. <laughs> yes, God. And what that looks like. Not us, you know, we're not going to tell you all the nitty gritty, but. No, nah, y'all, that ain't none of y'all. It's none of y'all business about that. But we are going to leave you guys with some ways of maybe how to date in the 21st century and what that looks like. Because there's a lot of single people out there. A lot. And I think we always have the conversation of where the hell do we meet these people? Yes. Right? Because you work. Yes. And you volunteer or you are putting more stuff. You may have multiple jobs like you do. So you ain't got time to be going to a happy hour from five to seven when you get off at five and work in Gwinnett somewhere. And it's in Atlanta. That's just. Yeah. That's not that's not realistic. not realistic. So let's come up with some ways. Hopefully we can come up with some ways throughout this this episode to help some of our fellow listeners. OK. OK. I think we've kind of figured out what we want this to be titled. This upcoming section is going to be titled Let's Talk, where we talk about our main topic of discussion. You ready, sis? Yeah. So let's talk. All right. I know you did a lot of research for the topic this week. I did. And it's really good. I think y'all are going to enjoy this episode. So um, tell us what you got. Okay. So we're going to talk about dating, right, in Mm -hmm. our 20s, because that's like a, a thing it's um, in the 21st century and 21st century dating is real guys because we have social media we also have apps like tinder bumble you know black it doesn't even matter it's just so many different things out there um but i first wanted to start with you had said something earlier about standards and i think it's really important because we all have standards in our own ways and what we want in our our next upcoming relationship so can you tell me a few standards that you have um that you will never waver on right and then can you also tell me some standards that are more so wants than needs that you can, if you date someone and you figure out, okay, they may not meet the quota in this one area, but they fulfill this, I can waver on that. Okay. Okay? So I'm going to answer the question, but I think I have a little uh, cables corner. Just a short one. Oh, Lord. Ah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> So, we talk a lot about journaling. Yes. And I think that this is something um, that, just to respond to some of our listeners and some of our subscribers and our followers on Instagram, when we talk about journaling, I know one of the things is uh, someone said they don't journal at all. Mm -hmm. They said that they... um, Just stare at a pen and paper and just wait till it does something? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that one. paper and wait till it does something. Right, and so I love that we're posting journal prompts every now and then mm-hmm. to help people out, and I think this is a something that you can journal about. So that was yes. my table's corner. Um, so back like to that. the topic of discussion, I journaled this a while back, um, and I had three sections of standards. Right, so things that I absolutely could not waver on, that I was not willing to waver on, they just were not acceptable. Yeah. I needed all of these things that I would prefer, but if they didn't have them, it would be okay. And things that I would want, but they're not necessarily a big deal, right? Okay. So I'll give you one from each. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I might have a couple from the first one, actually. Okay. So one of the things is... Let's narrow it down to two or three. Two. From the first one. And then I'll have one from the other two. Okay. One is, and it's kind of shallow, but doesn't matter. It's my standard. This is how I feel. And I don't (laughs) care how you feel about it. All right. 
He has to be tall. I am a tall person. Yeah. I like to look up. Mm-hmm. And all my life, I've been told that because I'm tall, I'm just going to have to accept you getting or get used to dating someone that is shorter than me or whatever because that's what's out there essentially i've been told i have to accept what comes my way because a lot of tall guys like short women yeah right but that's not reality i don't care i'm not dating i'm not putting first of all i'm not picking a nigga up and putting him on my hip oh girl i am done if i can pick you up and put you on my hip (laughs) you cannot be my man unless you're the baby Cause that ain't the baby. Okay. That's my baby. Uh-huh. Ah. Okay. Anyway, we both just did the same. Okay. But unless you're the baby, I really can't. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm not picking no nigga up and putting him. If I can pick you up and put you on my hip, you can't climb this tree. I'm so tired of hearing that. It's just. It's just oh my god! People still say that every day. That's so insane. Every single day. I'm also disgusting. short, so you know. What tree? You can't climb this stump <laughs> or this bush, nigga. Like this bush. Like, girl, sit down. <laughs> but okay, so that's one from the first one. Okay, and um, another one. Mm-hmm. Um, more morals, morality. Yeah. Um, I live by a specific kind of moral code, but one of the things that's very big to me is minding my own goddamn business. Mind your own. Minding my own business. I First of all, obviously, a relationship with God, that's non-negotiable. Yes. I need you to have a relationship with God, whether you're Muslim or you are American Hindu. I don't care. I just need you to know that we got somebody that we have to talk to. Mm-hmm. That we need, <laughs> that somebody else in this relationship that we got to deal with as well. That's non-negotiable. I shouldn't even have to address that, right? Cool. No. So... This thing is the morals. I don't like people who feel that they have any onus to have an opinion on what anybody else is doing. Ooh. Okay. So, like, people who are homophobic or, like, just don't mind their own damn business always got to talk about somebody or somebody's relationship. Mm-hmm. Granted, okay, sure, babe, we could spread the tea. We could talk about it. Spill the tea. Give me some shit. What's yeah, up? Yeah, I like to sip tea sometimes. What's the school? What yeah. is it? You know what I'm saying? But other than that, I don't really need to hear that you don't like this or the that. LGBTQ community. No. Or that you, yeah. And it's not even in, it. I have personal reasons for that, of course, Mm -hmm. but it's not even that. It's more so like, just just mind your own goddamn business. Let people live their lives. It doesn't matter if you have an opinion about the job that she wants Mm -hmm. or the nigga that she's dating or what she eats for lunch. It doesn't matter. What she eat don't make you shit and who she fuck don't make you come. And the money that you make at work ain't paying her bills. So why does it matter? Mind your business. Mind your business. Forever. Forever, ever, ever. If it has something to do with you, then deal with it. But if it doesn't, and when I say do with you, meaning like you're involved in some way, shape, or form. If you're not even connected to people, like I don't be knowing what the fuck going on in celebrity life until I get on Twitter sometimes and Mm -hmm. then they talk about it. I'm like, oh, this what happened? That's crazy. Oh, that's crazy. But I just mind my business and I like it, you know? Good. So those are the top two. Okay. Uh, or something. So what are two, two things that you can waver on? I'll give you one thing that I could waver on. Okay. 
I can waver on income. Okay. Right? So, preferably, of course, I'm a doctor. I would love to date another doctor or another higher educated professional because why not? It looks nice. It's great. Whatever. I'm sure we can have lots of educated conversations, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, that doesn't determine your degree level doesn't determine your 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 love your, your intelligent your intelligence. no your intelligence because i need to date somebody who's intelligent i have to have debates and i need to be able to ask you why about everything because i've always been that person yeah you know, i need to be able to have those intellectual conversations with you about things i need to feel like i'm learning from you or else i just can't deal with you but that doesn't mean you have to have a doctorate degree yeah now I do have a a minimum. I would I have a minimum of a bachelor's. Oh okay. A minimum of a bachelor's, <clears throat> just simply because the experience of living away from home and being in college, and I would prefer for it to be somewhere where you went away to school, mm-hmm. grew you in different ways and grew you much faster than you would have ever grown at home and not going mm-hmm. to school. Um, and I don't think that's any the the development that you get in college living on your own away from your family so far away from everything else that's familiar yeah it's really like an intangible that you get from the college experience that you can't really get from anywhere else you can't really get from anywhere else unless okay. you know it's been years and years so that's that okay and some, that, so that's that um, with that income I would prefer for you to you know like I don't need no nigga that's like rich or balling, but like I would prefer for us to have an equal um, go getter attitude about like getting to the coin because we got money to make and businesses to start and pretty much you know things to handle, yeah. moves to make. So that's that. so I always think that you need someone not that you need someone, but that someone that can compliment you is really bit is really important, yeah. and you have such an entrepreneurial mindset. Uh-huh. That someone who doesn't think that way, it annoys it's not going it, to, you guys are not going to mesh because you're yeah. not going to be able to have those conversations and they're not going to have the same drive that you have about mm-hmm. your businesses because that's not what they want to do. Right. Right? Right. So, okay. It's just a level of understanding yeah. that, I, that I really would like to have. And then the last thing that I can, I guess something that I could slide on that is not really a big deal is like, if your cooking's not the best right you could like good enough for everyone you'll be (laughs) honey whoever dates her you will be fed very well okay but no let me tell you i like men who know how to cook Mm -hmm. because first of all i like to compete and also i like to cook but i don't want it to i don't want to feel obligated to cook yeah i want to come home sometimes and you cooked or maybe you come home sometimes and i cook yeah it's not really a debate on like who's gonna cook today oh my god because yeah your mom is out of town so we're gonna eat pizza because like not, i grew up with that going, lifestyle yeah. i don't really like it i like the trade-off yeah so i prefer that but if you're not the best cook but you want to learn like we can definitely get in there and and get get down like you can learn some shit because you're gonna be cooking like you know we need the trade-off if okay. that's what we're going to be doing, if we're being life partners and things like yeah. that, there has to be a trade-off. But that if you're not the best cook and you're interested in it, then, yeah. That's, that's nice. You like to learn. Someone who likes to learn. Yeah, if you like <clears throat> to learn, that's fine. Okay. But I prefer somebody who know what they're doing in the kitchen so I don't have to start from ground zero. But if so, it's okay. <laughs> so okay. come, like, you need to be able to make at least Alfredo, spaghetti, baked chicken, the basics. 
just, right? just a little something. <laughs> okay. Kind of season a little something. So, I like that. Okay. I think so, mine are about the same. You don't have same. to answer in the same way if you don't want to, though. No, because okay. I think mine are about the same, but I do have a couple of different. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say some different words. Okay. Um, two things that I'm never gonna waver on ever. It's gonna be integrity. Yes. And passion. Mm. So, because for me, I feel like I have a very high sense of integrity. Like my morals, I'm very grounded. I know who I am. I'm never gonna waver on who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need a man to compliment me in that. Right. So if we go somewhere. We are solid in who we are as people that we don't have to change up or switch up to be around someone else just because we feel the need. You know what I mean? It's like, no, Mm -hmm. this is who I am. Love me. Take me. You know, that kind of thing. Um, Passion is really big for me, too, because I feel like for me, I'm very passionate about my career and what I want to do and how I want to um, go out there and conquer the world in a sense. Right. And if I meet someone who doesn't have that same drive as me and I have to continuously motivate you, it's just a super turnoff because it's like, as a man, you should want to, as a man, you should want to go out there and not conquer necessarily, but truly go out there and make your mark in this world, right? Yeah. Follow your dreams, follow your passions and support me on the way as I support you on the way. Let's, it's an equal partnership. Yeah. So those are two things I'm never going to waver on. Equally, yes, equally yoked. And I'm never going to waver on that and God, like, period. that's not even, is, like, not even a discussion. Like we ain't even got to talk no, about that. No, not even a little bit of a discussion. Um, what I can waver on is education. I have a lot of family members who have different levels of education, right? And so I'm never going to sit there and tell someone that they have to meet me at my level because there's some people who just, they're not school-oriented, you know, mm-hmm. like my little brother he just school's not his thing right but he wants to get a trade in something that he can do and take with him and there's a lot of different avenues you can take to excel in your career and I don't think that by having a master's degree or a doctorate everyone everyone's fields and everyone's dreams are different and they can be conquered differently right right um so I can waver on that a little bit now my thing is if you want to if you say that's what you want to do like I do want to go to college then for me the follow-through is important okay yes. so if you want to go to college where what does that look like are you applying to schools mm-hmm. are you going out there and, you know going to visit schools I mean there's online programs there's also like small universities you don't have to go to UGA yeah. you don't have to go to no big school you can go to I, I can care less if you go to Phoenix up you know the street. up the street but you're doing something for you that you truly want to do, and I support you in that. Mm-hmm. But the follow-through is very important. Very important. Right? Because a lot of people say they want to do things, and then and next thing you know, it kind of gets swept under the rug, and then it's just all this dust piled up. Right. You know? Um, and I can... So I'm 5'4", and not that I need someone who's 6'5", but I can waver on, like, I mean, 5'8", is, you know, my kind of limit. I'm not going to say that... If you're five seven or five six, you just have no choice. You just never know what God has made for me. Not saying that, but I would prefer that you know I'm looking up at you rather than looking out of eye with you. I can kind of waver on that. It's just more so like I would like not to, but it's not like a thing that I couldn't do. Okay, you know. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I do have one exception to my education rule. Like okay. So if you don't have a bachelor's, right, mm-hmm. and you went to high school and you school wasn't for you because school isn't for everybody. Yeah. My in my opinion, 
if we graduated high school around the same time or you graduated before me and you didn't go to college, then that means you need to be well off into your career by now. Experience. So, yes. So that means I would be open to dating someone who has high school experience, but they are like literally at their dream position right now because that means you had at least four extra years that I didn't have Mm -hmm. to work towards your dreams. So if you weren't doing it, you weren't really working towards your dreams. In my head, I'm like, what were you doing? And if I had to wonder what you were doing, then that probably means we're not not going to. Yeah. And, you know. And And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I'm not gonna. But but your your standards, like you said, and no one can disagree or argue with that. That's like me being like, "Well, girl, you better take someone who's five eight, ma'am. He's not gonna be talking to you on the regular. So why are you worried about it? No, mind your business. Mind the business that pays you. Hello. So this is my philosophy on standards and dating. When I meet a guy or I see a guy. Um, say just off a of first look or even just as you're dating someone. If there are things that I, w- that I love about you, but there are also things that I would majorly want to change that I'm necessarily like, I need you to change this or we can't be together. Mm-hmm. Then I used to be the type of person that would kind of try to make that thing happen. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, but you have all these great things. I want to change you. But I want to change you. Let me change you. Let me change the way you dress because the way you dress doesn't work with the way that I want you to dress when we're standing next to each other. Right. Mm -hmm. That type of thing. Those little minutial things are big. Right. Mm -hmm. Those are also big deals. The way that somebody dresses. Yeah. If I don't come, if I don't like the way you dress at all, then I don't know if we can be together because I don't want to change you. Yeah. I want to, like, you're perfect exactly the way you are, and there's someone that's going to see you in everything that is inside your package. Everything that's inside that Fat Fit Fun box, not an ad, no hashtag ad, but everything that's in that little Fat Fit Fun <laughs> box that you bring to the table when you sit down, they're going to love everything, <clears throat> everything in that box. And even the bad things that aren't necessarily, they won't see it as that bad. But I don't want to take the lotion that you have and say, I don't really like the scent of this. Yeah. Let me change it up a bit and then give you this. I would rather you spend your time and energy with someone who's going to appreciate that. Because if it's something that I want to change about you, that's a major thing. And it's like, why is it? It's not really worth it. So that's so funny. This is sidebar. Um, Uh, ex, right? JB's corner. There we go. JB's corner right now. So my ex, Mr. Black and Mild. Okay. Right? We talked about him the other day. Um, when we first started dating. It was like, you know, when you first start dating anyone, it's all new and butterflies. And you're like, yes, yes, yes. But there were little things that we would both pick at each other. Like, oh, I don't like the way you do this. Or I don't like the way you do that. The way you dress is like this. You should dress like that. Those kind of, you know, conversations, right? And I will give him credit because there was a lot of things that, not that I didn't want to change, but it was so, like, you're stuck in your ways. And sometimes when someone... If no one makes notice of that, whether that's your friends, your boyfriend, whoever the case may be, you kind of get in this rut where you're like, oh, well, I'm whatever, you know? Um, And that's what made me change my wardrobe, right? Because he would always say, you can't wear sweatpants forever. And it's like, okay, that's very true. And then I thought to myself, well, damn, I've been wearing sweatpants forever. I mean, 
run track, you know. We always got to be in tights or some kind of shit like that. And now my 27-year-old self is like, bitch, you can't be wearing sweatpants forever. Yeah. Yes, that is some people's style. You're right. But you can't wear sweatpants to the bar. Right. Update your closet. You can't yeah. wear sweatpants to, um, if you want to go to a festival, why would you wear sweatpants in the fucking summer, bitch? Update your, update your closet. Right. Right? So there's some things that I feel like when you're dating someone or when you're with someone, they may mention, and it's not always a negative thing right yeah it's sometimes a thing for growth it's like listen babe i'm not trying to change you but what i am saying that i think there's ways that we can we can develop what you like and you know grow it to something better right yeah but then there's things like what you said where it's like oh i don't like the smell of your cologne so you can't wear that you got to change it or i don't like the way you hold your pen so you got to change it it's like those little nitty like petty picks if that's the case, it's like, I go build you a man. Go to build a man and find something like that. <laughs> yeah, okay? build a man. Go to build a man because you're clearly not getting what you want anytime yeah. you date someone. Because if every time you date someone is something, because you're going to find something with everyone, then it's just, sis, it's it's not worth it. It's really not. And, um, yeah, you know, that's funny because you made that point about your ex telling you you can't wear sweatpants all the mm-hmm. time so i have an ex uh we'll call him 33 mm-hmm. 33 used to wear sweatpants everywhere we went <laughs> he was a football player and everywhere we went this nigga wore sweatpants but i was an athletic trainer so most of the time i had on sweatpants or khakis or whatever Mm -hmm. but i would when i would go out i had different clothes to wear they might not have been what i would wear now Mm -hmm. but they were clothes and they were nice enough like they were different they got the job done it wasn't (laughs) yeah they got the job done but i wasn't looking like i was going to work anyway he felt uncomfortable in like anything but sweats or whatever and oh, he wow. barely, or like jeans so he would wear these baggy jeans and ba- everything had to be baggy and kind of like big. loose like sweatpants loose yeah he didn't want anything touching him like kind of thing but you would wear like two pair of basketball shorts like sir what you're are not you a size extra through? extra large you're what a medium are, what are you going through you right doing? now yeah anyway yeah so um, I remember I went on this whole shopping spree for myself. I, I don't know. I spent some money, dropped some dime on like a whole new like wardrobe for myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm the type of person, if I'm dating you and I see something that I want for you in the store, I'm going to get it. Yeah. If I see something online that I want for you, I'm just going to buy it for you and send it to your house. I'm just that type of person. But I do that kind of with my friends too. I you do. Them, and I'm like, oh. I got a really cute journal, you know. You know, girl, you got a bathing suit. (laughs) I got a bathing suit. I mean, the list goes I just be like seeing stuff like, oh, my friend will like this or this person will like that. I just do it. So anyway, I'm the type of person when I'm dating as well. Um, I just saw some like pants that would be nice on him and they were not far from what he would have worn, but they were just not baggy. They were actually the right size. Yeah. And then I bought him some shirts that were like, they were t-shirt style, but they were striped. Okay. Little kind of V-cut. A little nicer, some like sneakers, because he always wore J's or sneakers. So it was like sneaker, but they were like loafer style. Oh, cute. Like, yeah, I love girl. a man in some um, loafers, baby. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Right like the outfits that I picked out for him, I bought him a couple. Yeah, nice. Like, and okay. I dropped, I dropped some money on him. It sounds like it because loafers. Girl pants, got him a nice shirts. watch. Sure, can we get those back? Girl, I took the watch <laughs> back. Oh, good. 
<laughs> I took that watch back. So like, give that back to me. Thank you. I was like, and he, I realized he fucked up a little bit after that. I said, oh, I didn't even say give it back to me. I took it took back. It. I got the links put back in that bitch. Mm-hmm. Took it back to the store. The man at the store was like, what happened? Is it broken? I was like, oh, no, he ain't shit. So I'm bringing it back. And he burst out laughing. That's funny. But, um, yeah, so I'm by him like, shirts jeans whatever so like when i got them i'm like try it on let me know if you like it mm-hmm. or whatever so he's like he tells me he likes it but then he's like well the pants are kind of tight and i'm like okay well we can exchange them for something else i just want like you said you wanted to dress more adult like or whatever so i was trying to help you with finding yeah. something that's not too far from what you wear but just looks a little different he was like, oh, well, I'll wear the shirt. So he'll wear, like, the shirt with baggy-ass jeans. Like, that's not, that doesn't go there. It doesn't. That it, doesn't go like that. It never really did. Anyway, and um, so that was that. And that was my, like... I'm sorry. Oh, okay. That was my attempt of trying to, I guess, change the way someone dressed. Mm-hmm. Even though he kind of told me he was interested in it. It was like, not that it was the, the demise of our relationship, but it was something something that I'm not interested in doing anymore. Yeah. I'm more so interested in, like, I kind of like your style. And then, because I like to dress people. So, I'm the yeah. type of person, if I'm in a store and I see something that's to your style, but it might be a little further out of your comfort, comfort zone. zone, I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, try this. See if you like it. And if you don't, I'm fine with that. So, we can take it back and find something that you like. Yeah. But did he ever get mad or did he ever feel some type of way because you would do things like that? Yes. Because what I've noticed is that yes. I, feel, I feel that guys get a little bit, their sensitivity chip kicks in a little bit more yes. when you kind of, not nitpick, but when you kind of give them the same kind of cri- constructive criticism that they give you, right? Yeah. So like, black and mild would be like hey listen you can't wear sweatpants all the time like you got to change up your style like i think you're beautiful so why don't you enhance that all right cool constructive criticism taking it check moving on my closet it's definitely more advanced than it was four or five years ago but when i would give him a critique because he was also in sweatpants or black and mild i mean the name fits itself uh, you know and i would say things and it would be like oh why are you bugging why are you why are you being petty or why are you looking you know things like that and it's yeah just, okay sir not that i'm being rude or um disrespectful when i tell you it i mean i'm sure the delivery could be a little bit better right because sometimes you say things in a, in perception is reality mm-hmm. but i just wonder like did you ever notice do you ever notice how men seem to have their sensitivity chip a little bit more like it's like a little bit of a dagger oh, for them when you give them yes. constructive criticism. Yes. They All take the it so personally. Yeah. It doesn't even matter what you say. And for him, he would be like, you're trying to change me. And then, oh my goodness, he would talk to his mother. Oh. 33 <laughs> would talk to his mom about everything. <laughs> my mama said this. My mama said that. Okay, and mama's boy. like, well, how about you go date your mama then? <laughs> but you call her. Y'all can talk on the phone every night. She can buy you them big triple XL sweatpants. Size goddamn 40. Six. <laughs> you know you were 32. You know you Stop. were 32. What are you doing? You're all over 34. Calm down. That's Calm funny. down. Girl, it would just be so much. So anyway. So then what are some... Because clearly when you guys first started dating, that's how he was, right? So I feel like when we get into relationships, once you get further down the line, it's more so like things start to change, right? They start to... The, the honeymoon phase, like as people call it, kind of phases away right so were there any red flags or i'm of course there's red flags everywhere but 
in any of your relationships, what are some of the red flags that you noticed early on that you kind of let go? And then it kind of became bigger flags as the time went on. Oh, in general? In general, just in general. Ooh, girl. You want me to go first? Yeah, I mean, like, I got some. Okay. Who's going to put my business out there? I like know, I'm that? getting, I mean, that question, Ooh. I was looking at that and I was like, damn. Ooh. I don't know if I really want to go there, but. Okay, then go again. ahead. You go All first. Right. Why don't we do this? We'll just go one and one and we'll keep going back and forth. Like yeah, because I'm sure there'll be a couple. There'll be a couple. So my biggest thing is the action piece, the follow through. Right? Yes. I would notice that some of the people that I've dated in my past would say things like, oh, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And then later down the road, it's nothing. There's no there's no action items. There's no product of what they said they were going to no. do. And so I'm sitting here saying, well, I'm going to do this. And then I have a product of I'm doing this. I'm going to get my master's degree. Boom. Here it goes. What are you, are you going to follow through with what you talk about? Yeah. Because we can have all these dreams. And I love dreams. I do. I feel like you should never stop dreaming, right? Because dreams become reality that come your past, become your passion. And then you can go on down the road mm. with that. But when your dreams get stuck there and you don't have any action plans of how to make those dreams come reality and you're not interested in learning or looking through the action plans, mm. girl, many red flags yeah. with that one. And it's just kind of like you let it go because you're thinking, oh, well, you know, he's cute. And he says he want to do all this stuff. And I, I, I definitely want to, like, see where it words, goes. And fall in the love words. With the I mean, the words are so beautiful. The potential. The sweet nothings. Girl, the sweet nothings. And you realize and you convince this nigga has never been nothing. <laughs> never. He ain't never been He ain't shit. never been shit. So beyond career-wise doing, like, I actually put that in my notes here. Do what you say you will. I added it to our thing that's like that's a big thing to me because that's a red flag ahead of time so even beyond career things right so a guy that okay says he wants to take you somewhere on a date or he wants to see you mm-hmm. and all he says is oh i want to see you girl and then you're like okay when and maybe y'all pick a day but y'all don't pick a time or he doesn't have an activity or like the day comes and you don't hear from him this is a thing right so if I tell you, I'm the type of person, I'm a very creative person. Mm-hmm. I'm very creative in every aspect of life. So if I'm planning a date or a thing or a day, it's going to be like an event, a thing. There's going to be experience. A it's going to be a whole experience. I'm interested in dating someone who's interested in creating experiences for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if... We if I say okay yeah I'm free on Saturday for lunch and you're like okay cool let's go to lunch make lunch a picnic or shit pick a restaurant that neither one of us has been to where it has a different little concept maybe you've been but it's a cool little concept or maybe we might go to lunch but then after we go for a walk and we do something else just come up with something and be interested in my experience and don't just say like okay so yeah let's hang on Saturday and I'm like okay cool so what do you want to meet or what do you want to do? And then you're like, oh, I don't know what you're trying to do. Oh, that's a quick way for me to be like, nothing. nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. If you, okay. can't, if you can't figure that out, and I've had that where it's like, oh, well, I'm not from here. And Google There's is a, a hell of a tool. Yelp, my nigga. Yelp. I mean, nigga, it's so many. Taste of Atlanta. You can just go on Atlanta.com or something like that and find all the things. Find lots of stuff. Like, put I'm some not creating anything. Put some 
effort into I'm not creating. I'm not planning. I'm not doing anything. If you want to go on a date with me, if you pursue me and you want to go on a date with me, not even if you, you don't pursue me, me yeah. I don't care what the case may be. If you want to spend time with me, you need to put the effort in and find a place. Because when we get into it, I'm going to naturally want to plan and create. Yeah, things. I'm going to plan shit all the time. All the but time. You I'm going to prove that like, you're interested in that exactly. type of shit. Exactly. Because, yeah. like, I think this is the thing I'm running into now with niggas. They'll be like, let's go on a date. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, what you want to do or whatever. They'll be like, let's go Saturday. And you're like, okay. And then Saturday comes. And I'm not going to remind you. I'm not no. going to hit you up and be like, well, Saturday's Are we still coming. On? Are we still on? What's going on? Where should I meet you? No, because if you don't hit me up in a reasonable time with a plan, a specific plan, I'm going to come up with something else to do. If we talked on Monday and we said that we're going to go on a date on Sunday and now here we are Friday and you haven't given me anything. Hell, Thursday and you haven't given me any idea or indication of a time or yeah. anything and I haven't heard anything from you. I got other shit to do. Exactly. I don't care if that other shit is me sitting in my house watching TV. I'm busy now. Yeah. Or honestly, the type of person I am, I'd be done came up with some plans. I'd be done. You pretty much will. And you'll you know, overbook yourself for real. I'll overbook myself all the oh, time. Oh, we supposed to go to lunch. You didn't say anything, so I assumed we weren't going. I assumed we weren't going, so I went with my girls here. Yeah. Sorry, I'm out. And it don't matter who I went with, actually, or shit, nigga. I found another I can go by date. myself and have a great I time. I found another nigga to go with. Because your <laughs> ass didn't come up with a fucking plan. So. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm triggered. She's I triggered. triggered myself. So triggered. Do you, okay. Do you. Is going to a restaurant and having a meal. A you date? consider that a date? This is a topic that me and my girls talk about all the time because we all have our different versions of what a date look like, right? And right. I'm more so like a date is an experience. So I like to go, I like to do a lot of adventurous shit, right? So if you take me to Top Golf, which is not really adventurous, but, or like rock climbing, right? Rock climbing would be great. I like things like that because for me, it gets me out. And it gets you out, and it gets us in a different element where we can kind of... It's not the same, like, going back and forth and sitting down at dinner asking questions. That's awkward. I gotta eat, and you gotta eat. So regardless if we eat together, we still gonna eat. Is that really a date? To me, it's not. To me, okay. a date is an experience. Yes! To okay. be like, okay, and I will accept a date to a restaurant because I'm also the type of person that go likes to but I like to go places I've never been yes and I like when I go out to eat usually the places we go out to eat are experiences our experiences so you're it's right it's not usually like a just we're gonna go to TGI Friday yeah Applebee's. Applebee's I fucking hate that shit I don't even take myself to Applebee's <laughs> don't even try me no. with that but um <laughs> they got a two for twenty though watch your mouth <laughs> you're getting real disrespectful you're right getting now. real loose about the lips <laughs> actually you saw like frederick frederick you're getting loose about the lips frederick it would be really unfortunate for you to have to meet the melanated part of my hand frederick okay that's exactly what you're shaking here. oh i am sorry guys we're you we, probably hear some noise in the background we're sorry i know we'll we're, be all right we're trying we'll figure it out we'll get it together anyways love you love us still whatever hopefully <laughs> y'all better you better Goddamn. anyway all right so <laughs> so tangent because here's my rule. I feel like if I meet a man, if I meet a guy somewhere out and he is interested and I'm interested and we exchange numbers, you have 14 days to say, 
okay, we're going to do something. What I are we like gonna that do? rule. You have 14 days because in, in general, I didn't know you two weeks ago. So if I don't know you two weeks after this, I'm okay because I'm living my life. Right. I'm busy. I don't really care. And so that's you, a good, that's better than the three days. It's no, a good leeway yeah. three days is nothing. Three days is nothing because honestly, if you, if I see you on Saturday, my week's already planned to be yeah. completely honest with you. So if you try to throw in a curveball that let's go to lunch on Tuesday, I'm going to be like, well, I already have a meeting at 12, and I, then I have to be somewhere else. Because that's so how my days flow. So do you extend that 14-day rule until, like, to, like, say you give a guy your number? Mm-hmm. And, like, until he hits you up again? You have 14 days from the time we exchanged numbers initially to, to go on a date. up at all. To go on a date. Because if we exchanged numbers initially... You're going to text me probably within the next day or two or three, right? Okay. So in the next day or two, you'll text me and see how I'm doing, and we'll talk and we'll have a conversation because you're interested, obviously. You approach me, right? whatever the case may be. Uh-huh. From that moment on, we need to plan the next time we're going to see each other and what that looks like. I feel like 14 days is more than enough time to take me on a date because really and truly, if I meet you on a Saturday, my week is already planned. Right. Pretty much. I got meetings. I go to work. After work, I go to the gym. Something's already, or I, I maybe like we have our like Wednesday nights meeting. Like my days are pretty consistent as far as what I got going on. Right. Uh-huh. So if you text me and say like, Hey, when, when's your next availability? I'm going to give you it within two weeks. But if you take 30 days to plan a date for me, That's nigga, we, we better be going obscene. on a trip. We need to go on a trip. You taking me to Bali? You taking you me to fucking be. Dubai? Like, you where are we going? save up for this. Save up. Because if you take me, if it's been 30 days and you you suggest a dinner, we going to eat. I got to eat, nigga. I eat every day, so that's not a date. Or you suggest some real basic, like, oh, let's go to, um, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Let's go somewhere that's basic. Uh, you know, Applebee's. Whatever. Let's go to Applebee's. CGI Fridays, Chili. Something that's super, like... Or you say, I want to cook for you, which now, Benny don't get me Hans. wrong, I like, I would love a man that can cook, because I'm not that great of a cook, I'm going to be completely honest, but to me, that doesn't take a lot of thought. Yeah, to me, because you have food at your house anyway, and you going to pull the shrimp and the you. chicken out and unthaw it to make some shrimp alfredo, probably. And I don't want that shit. In my head, right, in my head, I think men, and I might be wrong about this, but in my head, men choose to cook for you when they don't know if you're worth the money that it'll take to like pay, pay to take to take you out somewhere and that might be wrong i mean that might be incorrect but i feel like that's a good way like to get first of all get a woman in your house and not that you have to trick her but if you want if you know that you want to fuck her and you're not interested in really being with her like that you know that you're trying to fuck her you're not it's gonna much money easier like that. For you to be like, come to my house, I'll cook for you, and a simple bitch will feel special, and it'll be like, okay, cool, yeah, no problem, cook mm-hmm. for me, and then you cook for her, special. and y'all spending time, and then the game make nothing but shrimp alfredo or fry some tilapia with some yellow rice and green beans broccoli. from the can. Oh damn! I even I tried to give him a little leeway. He said steamed broccoli. You said green beans from the can, bitch. That's non cookers. Right it there ain't for no. You. You're right. That ain't no. You be effort. like Delmont. Delmonte, where are you at? Okay, right. Yep. Green beans from the can. You mm-hmm. right, and they put it on the plate and it's you and you smile and, and that's supposed to be their grand gesture and no, that's sir. their grand gesture that's their i'm cooking for you no if you say you're cooking for me i'm thinking that you must be like a really a gourmet something. lobster tail like, with a special sauce that you can only make that nobody knows your secret nigga, i want to see a menu that you put out i want an appetizer 
a, a meal, I need dessert. Courses. I, I need courses. To, I need you to have made like a little cute little menu. And you had to go to seven wine. different stores to find the bottle of wine you were looking for. I mean, there needs to be some real like. Not I'm gonna just make you a grilled chicken sandwich because that's what I was gonna make for lunch anyway today. No. Like, I just don't. I don't find that to be amusing. And I feel like if you truly like someone, you men pursue women. And there are women that pursue men, and that's fine, right? Like, I don't mind. If, if I see someone out that I like, that I think is cute, and he's attractive, and we're making, like, eye contact, I will walk up and say, like, hey, I saw you looking at me. I'm clearly looking at you. I'm Jasmine, <laughs> right? Like, it's just, let's be upfront about that, right? Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, if you ask me for my time, I expect for my time to be taken well, and I expect for you to plan something that's going to benefit me and my time. Right. Because if it's not, I'm not going on another date with you. Uh-uh. I'm not. And if it takes you 30 days to figure that out, we're not going on the initial date, to be uh-uh. completely honest. It took you 30 days to figure out what you want to do. Uh-uh. I mean, unless you travel for work and you're just out of town and so you won't be back for the next two weeks or something of the sort. There's some outliers there, of course. But if you live, work, and play in Atlanta and it takes you a whole month, nigga, rent has come and gone. No, thank you. No, thank you. Mm-mm. We're good. I'm we're not real interested. good. Okay, quick question. What's a question you ask everyone within the first week of knowing them? Like when you're dating, what's a question that you ask? That I ask, um, what are you passionate about? Oh, you took my... Oh, I'm sorry. Do you believe in God? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's okay. Go ahead. So I ask people what they're passionate about because I know mine, right? Um... And I also think that it's important to make sure you're on the same page because there are some people who have passions that don't align with what you do or what you want to accomplish in, not that what you want to accomplish in life, but it doesn't mesh well with who you are as a person, right? Their passions may be, you know, selling dope. That's what they like. They like to move weight. By all means, y'all go move that weight. But that is not my ministry. That's not in my ministry. That's not my ministry. I I, I can't help you. That is not I'm not, not, like for me, I read this meme the other day and it was like, well, the whole ride or die chick, you know, and it's like, why we gotta die? Like, where are we riding? Where are we to? riding to? Where, where are, we, are we headed? Why do I have to be the one to die? Yeah, why I gotta I'm be hungry. in this position? Can you take me get something to eat first before we even, you know, that kind of Honestly, shit? Honestly, drop me off at my mom's house. Let me call somebody to come pick me up real quick. Daddy, I need you to come get me. Help me in the passenger. I don't know where I am, but I'm sitting here on the side of the road because I cannot do this. Somebody come pick <laughs> Some me up. Some Uber, Uber, Lyft. What's going on? My you know, nigga, I just please. feel like you need to know. You need to know the way people move too, because it's important. Because a lot of these females out here just dating anybody and talking to anybody and don't know who they are as a person, you know, and the yes. way they move is real foul and fucked up. And then they sit here six, seven months, eight months, a year later, thinking like, I didn't know he was like that. Yes, you did. Or you knew and you didn't care to you knew or you didn't care to ask. So yeah. I'm gonna ask you, what do you like to do? What are your passions? What are your goals? Do you have goals? Do you have aspirations? Um, where do you see? Like, not I'm not gonna ask you where you see yourself in five years, but like, what are your dreams? Like, uh-huh. right? Because I don't care what anyone says. We're I'm we're 27. We are just now getting to the tip of where we want to go, right? Mm-hmm. To the edge of where we want to go in our career. It's going to be a whole lot more steps. So if I meet someone who's 27 and they're at the top of their career, this is where they want to be for the rest of their life, what does that look like? Like, really though. What does that look like? I need to know. Today, on this first date. And I don't think that's like an interview question. 
I think like I don't think you need to go sit down on a date and be like, so I have a list of questions. What are your passions? No. What are your goals? I think the conversation should just flow that way, right? Yeah. So when you talk to me and I tell you that I love to journal, I write my thoughts down. It wasn't like I just came to you and said, I know we're becoming friends, so I want to tell you about my journal and just show you what I write in there because I write what I start with is this and then I no it's like that progression the conversation right. you know happens to flow that way yeah. so you can always add it in the way that you want it to add it in but I think that's important to know how someone moves yeah I mean and I'm we kind of share the same mm-hmm. thing just like I said earlier but that is literally a question I ask people within minutes of knowing them like within the first couple of hours i'm gonna ask you because first of all a thing that i like to talk about and something that one of my exes told me he said it's a very american thing to ask people what they do for work Mm -hmm. um but you spend a lot of time at work so i really want to know what you spend most of your time doing Mm -hmm. so i always ask people like so what do you do for work or whatever what do you do Mm -hmm. and then i ask them after that like and it always leads to something but i say okay and i say okay well what are you passionate about and then if what they're passionate about doesn't align with what they're doing then i ask them what are they doing to get there if it is i'm like that is amazing to hear i love to hear when people say that they're passionate about they really enjoy what they do every day Mm -hmm. like you can tell a lot about a person by their passion and you can also tell how passionate they are about it by like the way they speak about it the way they speak about People's it people's skin glows their light their eyes light up you know they just kind of and then sometimes like when when you talk about you know being a doctor and being a chiropractor you know like working in chiropractic it's like you instantly glow and when you talk about just the tests that you have to take or what the classes are like like you instantly you get so deep into it that we forgot how we even started the conversation because now you're on some kind of something else. It's not mm-hmm. even related, or but it's related, but it's a standardized. It's some something crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see that. Yeah, I want to know that because if you're passionate about electricity and that's what you want to do, shit. Okay, well, what's that look like? How are you? What are you doing? And then you tell me those steps, and I'm like, okay, shit. That's cool because I. Don't know never shit about, about that, shit. that kind of profession. No, but no it's someone in this world that got to do it. You want to be a teacher, okay? You want, or you want to be a coach, whatever the case may be, because everyone has different dreams, right? Mm. I want to hear you talk about it the way you talk about, you know, your ten piece lemon pepper wing, girl. <laughs> ten piece lemon hot pepper, you know, whatever. You know, it's important. But yeah, it really is. So. What has your experience been with dating apps? I feel like dating apps are so, they're such an integral part of dating nowadays. Like everyone's on it. They get on it for a week, they get off of it for a month, they get back on it, you know, whatever the case may be. How's your experience been? Okay, so that's how I was. Um, But not get on it for a week, get off it for a month. I am the type of individual to be on something for a while, for like, say, a month, a couple months. And then when I decide I'm off of it, I'm off of it for months, mm-hmm. like six months, eight months. Mm-hmm. So maybe even longer. So I don't, I can't tell you how many times I've been on and off Tinder, maybe four or five. Yeah. Like, cause maybe I'm annoyed by the type of conversation I'm having, or I'm just like, I keep seeing the same people. I'm tired of this, or mm-hmm. this isn't interesting anymore. But I think that my last time was my last time. I'm pretty sure because mm-hmm. I really dating apps to me 
are I think I spent a lot of time convincing myself that it was normal not that it's not right Mm -hmm. but I spent a lot of time convincing myself swiping right on somebody and reading a little blurb they said about themselves was also getting to know them but the thing about dating apps and social media you can be who you want behind a screen behind a screen and then of course like eventually at some point you meet that person and you run into them because i mean i never really spent i met up with maybe in the times that i have been on tinder i might have met up with two people yeah three maybe but um I decided to delete it because I just genuinely like meeting people organically. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of times you get, when you meet people on social media or I don't want to say social media, but on these dating apps, you get people who are like social, like DMs and stuff. That's true too. You get people who are like socially awkward. They don't know how to hold a conversation or they just, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? How are you doing? What are you doing? Do not what you're doing doing all day to me. Do not what you're doing to me because I don't have that much to tell you what I'm doing. And I don't feel like explaining everything I'm doing every time. But anyway, um, yeah, you run into those type of people and that was annoying to me. But um, I think what changed was someone kind of said something on maybe a podcast. I can't remember where it was from. But I was listening to something and they said um, that nothing can, what was the word for it? Sorry, sorry. Oh, nothing can replace seeing a person in person, seeing their vibe, seeing how they walk, how they interact with people, how they Mm -hmm. respond to things that people say. Nothing can replace that. And, like, for me, I want to be able to tell my children about when I first ran into their dad at the yeah. grocery store. Or whatever the case may be. Not that a love story is still a love story if it started it online. online. But yeah. mm, it's just a personal preference. I like the organicness of mm-hmm. seeing people and seeing how they react to things and stuff like I that. I think more people are getting back into that kind of way because it's so funny like i said i found these tips for dating for millennials Uh right this article and so the number one thing was get offline and meet people in real life yeah right and i always tell people i'm like i want to meet someone at like common common places the gym the grocery store yeah a restaurant the bar like things Those that i like things to do that we discuss we discuss we, we like actively pl- we, we actively go places yes where we know people our age that's a big thing if you're looking to find people to date not that we've found any specific people yeah. but we've gone places where we know that people in their in our age 30s bracket. Yeah. late 20s are gonna be mm-hmm. and and people that we want to be around we like we want to date mostly black men so we go places where black people are yep and it's a world of a difference and it's a world of a difference and then for example another thing um like you said because we we really talked about changing our environment Mm -hmm. right and so if you know that you want to date a person who might be affluent or might be in their career or might have some type of difference in mindset then go those places don't go to a girl's brunch all girls brunch and then expect to meet a man at the gas station on your way and that's the prince charming that you, yeah that's not like gonna... that's not realistic it yeah. could happen but likely not 
Um, Slim chance. Right. Don't go to like, I don't know the, I don't know the skating rink or yeah. or or think the, about or going to the, the movies or like, go to the movies and think that you're gonna meet the man of your dreams. Most people that go to movies, if they don't go by themselves, they're going with a person. Right. And they could not. They damn well couldn't be with. May not be with that person. But it could just be a friend or a homegirl that's like, I want to see this movie too. But the chances of you walking up to a guy with another female with him is slim. Right. You're not doing that. It's very slim. You're not going to be like, I don't know if you guys are dating, but you're very attractive. Because if they are, you look like a fucking clown. You look like a fool. A a A whole fool. fool. So you're not doing that, right? So put yourself in positions and places that like... You can meet people. And it doesn't have to necessarily be for dating either. It could be for no. career. Like networking. We don't like networking like that. But I've noticed that when we do go out, we some talkers. We are. We'll meet some people and become best of friends. Yeah. And be like, yeah. oh, yeah, girl, come on out. You know, whatever of the case And we'll be, be like, oh, okay, I guess we got to leave the house. Then when we get out there, then like, it's This is so much fun. I'm so glad we came. Bitch, I'm glad we got yes. out here and actually talked to people. Exactly. People kind of cool. Exactly. So yeah. that, I thought that was interesting because meeting people in real life, the organic nature of it, it's just really important. Yeah. And putting yourself in places that are going to um, give you that engagement that you're looking for. And it's give you the type that. of engagement, yes. the type of people, and it give you the engagement with the type of people yeah. that you're interested in because I feel If you like want to date somebody black... Don't think you're going to meet that but, nigga at the dance classes that you... The bachata classes that you signed up for. The ballet classes that you signed up for. Exactly. It's it's, it's not going to happen that way because yeah. nine times out of ten, the nigga that you're looking for is not going to be walking up in beginner's ballet talking about, I'm here, where's my tutu? Exactly. It's not happening. So you have to place yourself in those situations and not necessarily where you just have to like stand around and look for niggas, but you go out and you enjoy your life, but you just... If Change you radiate positivity, it will always come back. Right. And if you and you're in charge of your own life. So granted, you might like going to the movies, but the movies ain't the only place to go. They're and not. the same movie that you go movie theater that you go to is not always the only movie theater no. you go to. Hell, and the type of movie that you watching, let me tell you something. I am a chick flick kind of girl. Okay? But I watch a chick flick at the crib. Okay? I'm gonna go see the movies like Book Club or I Spy or some real like just simple chick flick movie. I don't expect to see no man in there, ever. Yeah. And if I do, you're see, probably I like with someone. And thriller shit. Yeah, like I if like, you go to maybe if you go to an action thriller, you'll see someone. Maybe you never know. Maybe. I was in the movie the other, the other night. I did see another guy but in also, there by it himself. On the side That's of great. town that you go into, exactly. I was listening to cocktails. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to you guys. So cocktails. They were saying how uh, Phipps Plaza. Oh, I did hear that. At Phipps in that area, you know, they the were Twin saying, Peaks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right? they were just saying that whole area. People are very conversive or whatever. So no matter what you do out there, you'll meet people, people and you'll talk to people. You'll mm-hmm. leave with a friend just in that area that of town. So not even saying that it's something wrong with going to the movies if you like going to the movies that's cool but maybe change up the location change up the location change the movie that you watch i mean even for example i just make sure sometimes when i leave the house like okay am i presentable enough that if i talk to a guy (gasps) that i would want to be okay because sometimes i just walk the fuck out the house not that i was with my hair standing on top of my head or like 
but I just wouldn't be you're not feel as, my prettiest or my sexiest. Yeah. And I like to leave the house feeling like put together and mm-hmm. sexy or whatever all the time now. You know, but it's more so for me. And then, like you said, you radiate that positivity because people are like, who is this girl? Damn, she's mm-hmm. doing it. Even though she got on sweatpants or leggings and a t-shirt, like, she's beautiful. What yeah. is it? You know? I have a really good friend, her mom. Um, I'm going to call her Wendy Wisdom. Ooh. Okay? Uh, she always, always says that. Always says that she's like, listen. When you go out, you look presentable. You never know what's who you're gonna meet or what you're gonna do. And I will never forget one day, I had a doctor's appointment. This is like a couple of years ago. Um, busted. Talking about sweatpants. I had my hair. I had, I had just recently cut my hair, not the big chop, but like the pixie style cut or whatever. Um, and then I had like a hoodie on, right? So I wasn't really like bumming it, but I was bumming it. I wasn't mm-hmm. looking like a whole mess, but at the same time, it's like I wasn't really conscientious. Of, I didn't care about what I was wearing. Right. Met this fine ass doctor, uh. bruh, Doctor Neuro. That's what I'm gonna call him. Okay. Fine as fuck. Okay beautiful we were making eye contact it was one of those exchanges where it's like you looking at me i'm looking at you he so happened to be my doctor like he's like one of those like um what's it called he's in his internship or something like that right resident resident so he's in his residency so he's you know in the you know in the practice or whatever and i was like oh my god this man is like you're beautiful bruh you're beautiful and so we're making eye contact the entire time i leave we still making eye contact right he was like if you need anything please give me a call here's my office number whatever or like the lady was like here's the number that you would call if you have a question for any of the doctors or whatever right cool i called my friend and i was like girl she met this fine ass doctor i don't know like oh my god she's telling me all this stuff um i'm a color mini so I'm calling Minnie, like, oh, my gosh, girl, like, he's fine as fuck. What the fuck? Da-da-da. And I'm like, I look like a whole bum. And da-da-da-da. And she's like, Wendy Wisdom told you to not do <laughs> shit like that. She's Period. like, you need to go back and you need to just suck it up, call him, make it make it known that you're interested because you are beautiful regardless. But right. you need to be more conscientious of what you're fucking wearing. Yeah. You know, not saying that you need to come out wearing like high waisted jeans and a beautiful tank top showing your figure all the time. I'm not saying that, but it's like even if you're wearing sweats, don't wear the ones with the holes. in Don't it wear the out. ones with the holes in it, or wear the ones with the paint out. stains. You know, yeah, wear those at the yeah, crib. and don't Keep have socks on with holes in it or something of that nature. Oh, like, yeah, be just presentable enough to where it's like you can carry your own. If you met this someone that was just of high. If that was affluent or something like that, girl. Just if you met your nigga, crazy, nigga of your dreams, crazy. The long job story, of your dreams, you you know, like you never know. And long story short, we did exchange numbers. He was interested, but that didn't you know work out, whatever. Um, oh. But you know, uh-huh. Doctor Nero was a, a fun time. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about that later in the show. Next, 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 next time. Next time. Next. Time. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Well, that was a good conversation. I loved it, and really I hope you guys enjoyed that, too. Um, let's get into Taste of the Week. So, this week's Taste of the Week is a place that's pretty near and dear to our hearts. It's Cypress Street Pint and Plate. So, you spell it C-Y-P-R-E-S-S. Street Pint, as in a pint of beer, and plate, as in... The what you eat your food off of yeah so the address is 817 Peachtree Street Northwest Atlanta Georgia and so to when you go to this restaurant it's pretty uh vibey it's a very vibey spot they have a 
fire pit that they burn at night and especially like during the winter and it's stuff. really cute and cozy honestly. it's really cute and cozy and it's perfect for these late summer nights when mm-hmm. it gets a little chilly outside and you just want to sit by a fire and order have your drink mm-hmm. so uh when you start off get a drink get the fireside chat it is made with bourbon i believe because i'm a brown liquor girl and it's the only way to be only way to be and it's delicious and it'll pair perfectly with your chat that you're gonna have by the fireside Mm -hmm. of course and to order honestly it's kind of blasphemous that i'm about to say this but trust me on this get the chicken tenders the chicken tenders are absolutely delectable Mm -hmm. it tastes like your mom made them at home probably even better in my opinion Mm -hmm. but um the chicken tenders with the honey mustard sauce and the mac and cheese is delectable i'm really not a person to get a plate that simple ever which is why it's blasphemous so if i'm telling you that the chicken tenders are delicious just trust me but everything i've had there has been honestly phenomenal and I think it's a place that you'll enjoy if you're just going by yourself, if you're going with a gr- one of your girls, or if you're going on a date. It's a very nice place. It's um, one of those places, honestly, that you might drive past and then can't figure out how to get back to it. But put it on your um, maps and just make sure you look out. It sits on the corner. Shouts out to Cypress Street. Shouts out to Cypress Street. Yes. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. We are going to leave you with the remainder of the dating tips for millennials. So get offline and meet people in real life was one of them. Get to know your neighbors. Apparently, people feel like by dating someone close, they share an interest in the community of some sort. Know what you're looking for. Don't ghost people. I know we all do that sometimes, but, you know, if you don't like someone, just make it clear, make it known, and then move on. Have an end game in mind. Sex and love should be connected. We'll talk about that more later. That will definitely be a whole conversation. (laughs) A whole conversation. And then keep dating, even if it's tough. It's going to be tough. Dating is not fun. I know people, like, love dating, and they're like, oh, I can meet this guy and this guy and that guy or this girl, whatever the case may be. But um, putting yourself out there is not always a fun thing to do. Mm -hmm. But it gets easier, so make sure you keep dating. Make sure you keep listening to Becoming She. Of course. Of course. We love you. You want to take us out, sis? Yes. So, follow us on Instagram at becomingshe underscore. That's B-E-C-O-M-I-N-G-S-H-E underscore. And send us your questions. Ask us advice. I mean, if you trust us enough with some advice, let us know what's up. If we don't have any advice, I mean, we're creating a community. So, there's someone out here who will have the answer i'm almost certain of it so don't be afraid to send it out there we don't have the answer we're going to point you in the right direction we're not just going to leave you hanging there but send us emails talk to us at becoming she live at gmail.com that's b-e-c-o-m-i-n-g-s-h-e-l-i-v-e at gmail.com thank y'all so much for listening thank you we hope to hear from you soon we would love to hear from y'all go forth and prosper enjoy your week be positive remember dating can sometimes be hard but fuck these niggas and get this money don't date these niggas until you're 43 don't date these niggas until you're 43 we love y'all bye